good, everybody? How's it going? Once again, happy Monday to all. This is Christmas week. Woo! And I got hit hard pretty much the last month and a half, so it's going to be a rough Christmas for me to give to everyone and anyone that I can, so um, I'm sending my pure apologies. But that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is Misery Monday. Because Washington Commanders lost last night against the New York Giants. And I knew once everybody started getting on the Washington train that they would start losing. Because before the season started, everybody said they wouldn't win no more than two games, three games max. Now we had seven wins. And then all of a sudden, everybody's on the bandwagon. Oh, the defense looks amazing. The defense will do this, this, and this, and this. Oh, God. Go back to saying we suck. Okay. Don't jump on the bandwagon now. Detroit's doing well. Jump on Detroit's bandwagon. So, the game against the Giants yesterday was very, very interesting. Uh, Good and bad. Um, We have our normal Taylor Heineke issues that hurt us in the long run. Uh... But the Giants' defense puts the, put the pressure out there. And um, the Baltimore Ravens' former defensive coordinator, Wing Martindale, just had a field day, man. Had a field day. He has a crown pick in his driveway that's playing like a Lamborghini. I'm talking about uh Thibodeau. The boy is beast, man. He was the number one prospect going into the draft. He should have been the number one. But of course, he falls to the fifth spot and goes to a team that we got to see two times a year until he decides that the contract the Giants offer him is the big crap. So, listen. Thibodeau and Ojolari, who was in his second year, uh, Thibodeau was in his first going to be a problem, and yesterday they showed their worth, uh, Dexter Lawrence did as well, or as he called himself before the game in the starting line, Dex Sexy, Dexy Sexy, well, Sexy Dexy, I forgot what he said, but it was of that nature, um, Washington had many opportunities to have a successful game, and they got in a couple serious holes that, if you look back, um, changed the outcome of this game. Uh, one being Thibodeau's uh, forced uh, sack, forced fumble, fumble recovery touchdown. Uh, another one, red zone, uh, Taylor Heineke fumble, and of course, at the end of the game with multiple miscommunications on what a flag is in the National Football League. Uh, one being lining up to cover up the, the offensive lineman. The other one, what the heck is a pass interference anymore? I mean, honest question, what the heck is a pass interference anymore? There was five different occasions that I can remember off the top of my head. Three with Samuel, one with Doxon, and one with McLaurin, where it was literal Brother and sister hugs out there, including the last play of the game. 
I mean, if you guys are following my Facebook group, Bigger versus the People, I changed uh, the top photos to something that happened crazy the day before in sports all the time. And the last two days had me switching it up quite a bit because there was a lot of interesting things that went on. The World Cup went on. And we had a couple of interesting photos. Uh, that Raiders and Patriots game, oh, my word. I had that photo up there for a second. But then I had to switch it to uh, the hug heard around the world. Um, I'll just say this. I am one of those people that truly hates when a referee, an umpire, or field judge it takes over a football game. Don't allow yourself to be front row center because nobody came to the game to see you. No. Now, if it's egregious, if it's something that is 100% of penalty, by all means. But so many issues after rewatching this game, that's why I'm tired right now, um, has come up because of what happened in this game yesterday. Um, it's very scary, and I've been saying it for multiple years, especially when it came to Washington, uh, and especially when it came to Philly. It seems like a lot of these referee crews do not want certain teams to get wins versus certain teams. And they're starting to show, and it's starting to be scary. Um, so good things. Brian Robinson, great. Uh, Terry McLaurin, great. Jahan Dotson, great. Um, Curtis Samuel, even though it was a few things here and there, but he played great. Um, the corners played good football most of the game for the plays that was ran. Um, but I got some issues. First off, I understand Taylor Heineke has been winning. I understand he has the juice. But as you all know, I have never been on the Taylor Heineke bandwagon. Uh, not because he can't do the job. Um... But Taylor Heineke is one of those quarterbacks that is playing with fool's gold and house money. And sometimes he gets away with it. Sometimes he doesn't. And it gets to a point where if you're watching a game, you're expecting a turnover, two close turnovers, and him playing out of his mind. It happens literally every game. And you hate to see it because the turnovers that he had against the Giants yesterday literally cost them the game. It did. And you can't say that it didn't because it 100% did. Because that turnover that he had, that was the sack fumble recovery for a touchdown, cost him to go for a two-point conversion, which was called back because of a pick call that wasn't a pick. Um, I got my own questions about that one. So the referee called a flag on a pick play, and it was the second time, actually the third time this year that Washington was called for this pick play. Um, 
wide receiver literally did not go in the direction of the corner, let alone in the direction of the corner that was guarding the guy who caught the football, which makes you think, how is it a pick play when there's nobody to pick? But I digress. Um, Once again, that's what I was saying. Referees took over the game. Um, It was a beautiful play call. Um, McLaurin actually ran a route. The corner jammed him on the route. And the guy that was guarding Curtis Samuel was running behind Curtis Samuel on the opposite side of the line. And honestly, never even got touched by Terry McLaurin. And they called a pick. Um, couldn't believe it, couldn't believe it, um, because at least the other two times, you had, you were justified for calling the pick, because it caused the offensive player to push the defender into the defender that was going in the route, but there was no contact whatsoever by the guy that was guarding the, the guy running the route, so that's another headache, um, When it comes to another turnover, they worked their butts off and got down into the red zone. And um, when they got into the red zone, um, at first they said Heineke was down by contact. But then when they looked at it, it was clear. It was obvious that he was not. And that hurt because the field goal could easily change how... The play calls would have been called um, later on in the game. Um, Yeah, I'll just say this. Washington made a few mistakes that hurt them in the final score. But let's be honest. Washington had help with this loss. And I hate saying that. I truly hate saying that. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, as we go into watching more football for Washington for the remainder of the season, um, let's think of it in multiple ways. Um, I expect a lot more from Washington. They cannot score 13, 12 points on offense and expect to win. Uh, sorry about that. I'm parking. Um, and they need serious guidance on what it's like to be a playoff team. And scoring on offense is part of that. So as we move along, there's three games remaining, three tough games. We got San Francisco next week. Um, then... Um, then we have Cleveland, which could be any type of game with Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson. And then you have the Dallas Cowboys, which should be a lot of fun, as it always is. But partially because Dallas already has their playoff berth. We don't know what they're going to do that last game of the season. But if if a, a seeding spot is on the line, which probably will not be true, um, Dallas can give you anything on that last game of the season. Um, so... 
I'm looking forward to the last three games. Hail to the Commanders. Left hand up. Who are we? I don't know. After watching that game. So, see you guys next time. Appreciate you guys listening. I'll let you guys. Big Irv uh, 716 is the Twitter handle. Big Irv versus the people is the Facebook group. Let me know what you think, man. I'll holler at you guys next time. Peace.